Hello, everyone. Welcome to Bringing Virtual Care Home. My name's Tina Nall, and I'm going to be your host for this podcast. I am the Chief Clinical Officer at ANELTO, which is a remote patient monitoring and personal emergency response system company. Um, and today, my guest is Dr. Arthi Masturos, and she is the Chief Medical Officer at CCS. Welcome, Arthi. Thank you for taking the time today. Thanks for having me, Tina. Yes. So why don't we start by having you tell the audience a little bit about your background and about CCS? Awesome. So I am, uh, my name is Arthi Misterzo. Nice to meet you, everyone. I joined CCS about eight months ago as the first ever chief medical officer for the company. My background is uh, I'm a board certified internal medicine physician, spent most of my time in the industry as well as practicing. I still practice today, not as much as I'd like, but I still get to see patients. But I've spent most of my career in uh, private equity-backed companies, startups, growth stage companies, transformation companies, um, in the healthcare services sector, medical device, and then just spent two years at Humana where I was leading value-based care transformation in the home. Wow. Well, that is quite the background. So, so since our, our um, podcast is titled Bringing Virtual Care Home, can you tell the audience how your program brings care to the patient at home? The term care in the home, right, to me is effectively about how do you take care of folks um, in an environment that is most conducive to healing in the most cost-effective way. And naturally, our company, CCS, which is known as an almost 30-year-old company, well-established, successful company that has been known as a leading provider of advanced diabetes technologies in the home, by definition, we provide the technologies for the patients to use in the home. So quite literally, CCS is delivering supplies into the home. What makes CCS different is that before that device ever gets shipped into the home, there's a relationship and trust that's built around the physician. And so we have a clinical support team, for instance, that provides education to physicians because the whole, because the whole spirit of sending devices into the home is you want to make sure that the patients are empowered to use them correctly so they get the health outcome. And so CCS has always had the philosophy that we are the extenders of the physicians who trust us with their patients. I joined the company about eight months ago because the big light bulb for me as I was looking at opportunities last year is I knew that I wanted to go somewhere where I could make immediate impact. And the realities in healthcare, whether you're trying to drive care in the home, whether you're trying to improve diabetes or CHF, whatever outcome it is, at the crux of it, there has to be engagement, there has to be a relationship, and there has to be trust. And when I walked in the door, CCS already had all of those things. And so as I think about launching this new healthcare division, it's pretty simple. We already have the trust and relationship with the physicians. We already have an educational clinical force out there that's providing education and support to deliver those outcomes. Now, once the device is shipped, what else can we do to create a holistic village around that patient? Because the reality is those patients don't just need a continuous glucose monitor or an insulin pump. Those patients are medically complex. 
and they have an alphabet soup of other medical issues. And those are the things that are causing morbidity, mortality, causing them to go to the hospital. So a very long-winded answer, Tina, to your question about care in the home. But I would say care in the home takes the village. Um, the supply piece for us is the table stakes. It's the thing we do really well. And now what we're doing is creating that village, that love, if you will, that holistic care solution, addressing social determinants, health, like loneliness, transportation, food insecurity, all these things that get, we talk about, but we don't really, really take an aggressive and assertive whack at. And that's what got me really excited and why I'm here at CCS. Wow, that's wonderful. So how do you, once the patient has their device, um, in which, in what ways does CCS kind of create a two-way communication channel with that patient uh, to make sure that their questions are being answered, they're getting that education instruction, that kind of thing? So that's a fantastic question because I see the title of this is bringing virtual care home. And I think sometimes, Tina, when we think of virtual care, people tend to pigeonhole themselves, say it has to be all virtual. The reality is, is the needs of my parents who are HMO Medicare Advantage members are different than someone else, than my uncle who's a Medicare beneficiary that is different than my aunt who has a commercial plan and she's 55 years old. And so our approach has always been to, instead of forcing people to meet us where we are, let's meet them where they are so that they can, they can drive their own health outcomes and we can partner with them most effectively. And so what we describe our approach to be is multinodal. We do have a very sophisticated population health platform that is now integrated with an FDA-approved diabetes and polychronic self-management solution that provides coaching and education. But we realize not every patient, member, or beneficiary is going to want that. A lot of our members, once a month, they crave that conversation with our staff. They want that one-on-one. -on -one. And so we don't want to lose that personal touch. So we have telephonic. We have email. We have some that want to use a portal, some that want to use an app. And so the key here is do whatever we need to do to meet them where they are so that we can drive the best health outcomes for them in the home. Yeah, that, that's wonderful because there are so many different levels of technology competency. Um, and so to offer so many different ways to stay connected is, is tremendous. It, it serves the most mobile of patients to the most kind of sedentary um, all at once. So good job. Um, so your patient population, uh, for the sake of our audience, are diabetics. Um, we also know that diabetes um, is accompanied by many other chronic conditions at the same time. Uh, so um, when a patient is has uh, multiple comorbidities um, with diabetes as one, um, what means resources do you guys have to um, help manage the other conditions outside of diabetes to create um, complete stableness? I'm so glad that you asked that question because when folks think about diabetes, they think about the diabetes. The reality is the reason folks go into the emergency room in the hospital is not the diabetes. It's their congestive heart failure. It's the complications, the renal, right? Chronic kidney disease. I spent a large portion of my career treating complex wounds and the number of amputations, Tina, that were preventable is heartbreaking. So as I think about the approach, there's a few things. 
when when I go to conferences and I see folks about virtual care, there's a lot of stuff about RPM and telehealth. The reality is, is those things are only as good as the anchor and the physician relationship those that those patients have, which is why I keep going back to one of the things that I love about this model is we are not alienating that physician from the care plan. We're bringing them closer instead of creating a bigger distance, which unfortunately a lot of virtual you know, point solution digital health tools have a tendency to do because the doctor has no idea what app or whatever advice the patient's getting. So I would say the first approach is making sure the physician is part of the care plan. And then the second is to try not to do everything yourself. And I learned that in my years as the in my in, in the past couple of years that I spent at the uh, one of the largest national payers in the country is every every company, every vendor, every solution is, yes, we've got an app for that. We've got a solution for all of it. And the reality is, is we all wake up every day thinking about one thing that we're really good at. And that's okay. We don't have to boil the ocean. And so I'm a big believer in destroying silos and creating strategic partnerships with the physician, other folks that are out there that are maybe really good at addressing CHF or COPD. How do you leverage those other solutions? And instead of everybody trying to do their own thing, how do you truly create that village? Because that's really what it's going to take. So I would say the physician breaking down silos and reaching across the table to say, who else is trying to solve this problem? And maybe it's a company that provides urgent care in the home, right? That wants to avoid ER and inpatient admissions. We don't have to be that company, but what we can do is be the connector for that company, right? And so as we think about the reasons these folks, these, these folks who are sick and complex end up in the hospital, um, wound care, sepsis, right? Sepsis and cardiopulmonary are one of the top two drivers of hospital admissions. And if you can find a way to create strategic partnerships, have a digital node solution like ours that does have polychronic capabilities, but I don't feel that we have to, we don't have to be the solution of it all. We just have to be really smart to be able to partner with the folks that are on the same mission and have the same purpose that we are and combine forces. Wow, that's great. Well, so um, are you locate? I mean, are you practicing nationally right now, or are you in a particular geographic area? My personal practice, you mean, as a physician? No, CCS is CCS national, or CCS is national. It's in okay. continue, yeah, all fifty states. Oh, okay, great. Um, so patients get referred to you by their own primary care providers? That's right. That's right. Okay. So the referral comes from the physician. And like I said, there's a difference, Tina, in going out there and saying, um, hey, we're a device company, send us a referral, versus coming to a physician and saying, let us be your partner, let us be your extender, let us provide value to you. And the biggest value, frankly, that I feel we can provide physicians right now, they're burned out, they don't have enough time to keep up with their CMEs, the staff are running a mile a minute. Education is a big pillar for us. And we don't just want referrals. We want the right referrals. We want the right outcomes for the patients. And so we are, we operate in, in the entire United States and our referrals come to us physician through the physicians, through our 
um, uh, through our representatives, which also include clinical staff out in the field. Wow, that's excellent. So what all disciplines do you guys employ as a part of your clinical staff out in the field? So we have, uh, it, it runs the gamut. Uh, we have uh, diabetes educational experts, right? We have one that's a nurse practitioner. Uh, we have some that are uh, um, not just diabetes educators, but they're certified. We have lactation consultants that are now joining our team because we also now offer a gestational diabetes solution. So it really runs the full spectrum of need for folks that are living with diabetes. Yeah. Uh, as I hear you talk about how you um, wrap a community around a patient, I, the, um, one of the disciplines that came to mind for me was social work because they tend to be the knower of all resources that they can kind of bring together to the patient's benefit. So, um, I love, love, love that you said that because social work is underutilized all the time. And as we think about some of the SDA, SDOH work that we did, we actually pulled thousands of our patients and asked about food insecurity. And it was shocking. We learned that more than 10% of our patients reported not being able to afford healthy foods. Think about that. These are folks getting advanced diabetes technologies. And what is the single most important thing for someone living with diabetes? It's what you put in your body. Right. And then we had a certain uh, a significant number of folks who said they have to make a trade off and make a choice between food and other things that they need to live versus affording their medications and other supplies. And so the social work piece, I could not ring the bell loud enough. And so what we've started doing at CCS, we've created avenues for for our patients who do have food insecurity, transportation, financial insecurity, shelter, any of those things, we're able to plug them into community resources. That That is so wonderful. It's the difference be, between just surveying patients and having data on social determinants of health and, and solving uh, for the issues that social determinants of health uh, pose to uh, quality of life. So fabulous work. Love to hear that. Thank you. I'm, I'm super excited. We're just, it's at the tip of the iceberg. So we're just getting started and it just, it's, I was telling my team, um, I get goosebumps sometimes when I think about the opportunity, right? Because you've already identified there's a high need, high opportunity population. They've already told you they need help. Now they're picking up the phone once a month. It's up to you on what you do with it. And it's your opportunity to take advantage of. It's your opportunity to, to waste. And I just, I always think about it as let no phone call, no interaction go to waste. Wow. That's a great attitude to have. So what at CCS is on the roadmap that's really exciting you um, in the foreseeable future? So the gestational diabetes program is one. That's really exciting as someone who uh, borderline almost developed gestational diabetes during both pregnancies. I would have loved to have a program like ours back then. And so that's really exciting. We're also now building out a holistic care solution that addresses not just SDOH, but also then truly partners with health plans to address quality measures, right? So some people think about HEDIS measures and star gaps as checking the box. They're not. These are things that are there because they actually truly drive a clinical outcome. So we have those capabilities. And then it's really just a matter of building on top of capability, you know, as they say, growing strength on strength on strength. And so what we have today is a holistic care solution that addresses things like loneliness, 
SDOH, and certain HEDIS measures that are key drivers to a patient's success. And then the world's your oyster. Then it's like, what do you do next, knowing that these patients have all these other diabetes-related conditions that you could, in fact, impact? Yeah. I bet you your company has tremendous patient testimonials because when that you're taking care of them with a holistic approach, they're feeling it in every cell of their being, every part of their life. So that's wonderful to hear. Um, hey, before we close today, are there any parting words you want to share with our audience about CCS um, in their mission? I would just say thank you for having me on the show and letting me talk about what we're doing at CCS. Uh, we are we wake up every day excited about improving the health outcomes for folks living with diabetes. So if you want to learn more about our company, you can go to ccsmed.com. Thank you for having me. Yeah, thank you. And thank you all for joining us for another episode of Bringing Virtual Care Home. I hope you'll join us again in the future for another episode. Until then, take care. <laughs> <laughs>